Welcome everyone to the Incubator Podcast. Coming to you from Incubator's Southeastern Michigan headquarters in the great city of Troy, Michigan. Our podcast today focuses around the technology of voice search and its effective use on websites in the healthcare and judicial industries. Looking to find out how voice search can help your business? Listen in as we get into this exciting topic and get right into our full conversation with Incubator founder, Sujal Raju. Well, welcome, Sujal, and uh, thanks for taking the time to discuss this great topic with us. Thanks, Dave. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely. Well, for starters, and uh, for those who not who may not be rather familiar with this exciting technology of voice search, um, if you could, why don't you give us a brief overview uh, of this topic? There seems to be a big buzz out there about voice search, just what it is and, and what it can do. Um, but for everyone listening, I guess, um, what is voice search and why should we care? Sure, Dave. Um, and, you know, there is a lot of buzz because uh, people are adopting to it at a, at a massive rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, think of what smartphones did on how we communicate. This is the only other technology that has uh, been adapted so fast, so quickly, uh, compared to the smartphones. And let's look at why. Um, before voice search, people needed a computer or some device that they would have to type in and uh, look for the right keywords to perform a good search and then get the results. And uh, so it required, uh, or I would say it was a little inconvenient because you would have to be, uh, it couldn't be done in a moment. You, you would have to be in front of a computer and then perform a search. With voice search, as long as in your, you, you know, you're in the house and you, know, you have your voice assistant uh, anywhere close to you, mm-hmm. you could simply launch a command just by speaking to it as if you're speaking to another person and make that query and, and get the answer. So you know, because of this ease, um, there is a high rate of uh, you know, getting the information that you need in that moment. So imagine uh, waking up from the bed and just knowing how the weather is going to be by just simply saying, uh, like, how's the weather? And uh, the next thing would be checking on the traffic to know exactly when do you have to leave. Like, do you have half an hour? Do you have an hour extra to, you know, to start wherever you're going, going to go? Or schedule the, you know, Uber pickup, you know? So all of these things are making it very easy uh, for things, uh, you know, for allowing people to be uh, more active. Um, and also, I would say, easily do things. You're talking Google Assistants in the home, but we're talking probably any devices, right? That is correct. You you are going to see this technology being implemented in quite a few places. So today, yes, it could be the assistant devices like speakers or maybe mm-hmm. smartphone. But imagine talking to your fridge. Imagine mm-hmm. talking to your your car. Imagine talking to anything out there, really. Even businesses are actually adapting this at a high, mm-hmm. high rate. So if you enter a hospital, like, you know, you could be greeted at a kiosk uh, by an assistant, and then that could help you get wherever you want to go uh, when you're at the location. Right. I guess it's just all great information to get, uh, to get users the information they need, get them where, you know, where they want to go. Um, so you, you personally, Suji, you've had, you know, over 20 years of experience developing uh, technological solutions used by hospitals probably around the country. Uh, for those listening with more of a technical knowledge uh, who may want to kind of dive a little deeper down into voice search and what it does, um, what about the inner workings? I mean, how would you describe kind of how it works behind the scenes? Yeah. So um, 
voice search, uh, you know, if you look at it at a, at a higher level, and if I have to summarize how the technology works, is that a person speaks whatever they're seeking, so it's a natural language. That natural language or sentence gets converted or listened in by the assistant. It then picks it up and processes it using linguistic algorithms, uh, which then identifies the context and the right keywords in your sentence that can then trigger the right search that needs to be performed. Um, you have to, you know, the, the key thing here is that compared to your computer where you perform a search and you would get a list of 10 results or more, you know, you could, you know, look through them and, you know, look at the one that most interests you and click on it. But with voice search, what the assistant has to do is get that one thing that is most relevant to what you're looking for and, and get you that information. So there's a lot of technology that's behind this. And how that happens is, like, like I said, it converts the language into the right keywords and then uses the um, you know, search engine that it's relying on to find the right information. And this is done by knowing the context, like I was saying, applying the right schema and, and getting the results and then showing that to the user. So what all things are involved is obviously the assistant device so that's running the, uh, the the AI technology to convert your language, the sentence, into the right keywords. Then the search engine, which is actually performing the search. And then once the result uh, is processed, then the AI of the assistant again converts it back to a natural language sentence so that you know the answer is read out to you in a natural sentence as if it, uh, another person was responding to you. So a lot that goes in behind the scenes, uh, definitely to make that happen. But in the end, it's uh, in the you know the end result for the user. It's a positive experience and it gets them to where they need to be. So then, the most uh, I guess the most important question: Why should hospitals or healthcare systems or I guess digital marketers in in any industry? Uh, why should they care about using voice search on their websites? What are the advantages for them? Dave, I, I think uh, it's a fantastic opportunity for businesses uh, to get out there even more and uh, more in a more relevant way, I would say. So when the consumer, in terms you talked about hospitals, um, let's say if they're on the field and they're, you know, their kid uh, gets injured, mm -hmm. uh, they could perform a quick voice search and say, like, hey, where's the closest ER, um, you know, uh, get the ER wait time, uh, things like that. And... Um, you know, they, it allows them to make a personal uh, search uh, at a very convenient way, and that's why, uh, you know, it's being adapted at such a fast rate. I think some agencies have reported that already 91 million people in the United States alone are using this uh, technology to perform searches. And for hospital marketers, I think, or any marketer, uh, I think it's a great way for them to build that brand um, uh, loyalty. So if they're able to provide that information uh, in the local community or even uh, globally, if they are pioneers in certain treatments, things like that, or if your product serves a certain purpose that, uh, you know, uh, that could be searched for, uh, then, you know, you have this ability to provide that information and any kind of relevant information that could be given to them instead of reading, it's now allowing the assistant to tell them, give them more information about that. So, um, you know, allows them to look beyond just the uh, web page uh, searches uh, that have been traditional, like, you know, you go on a computer and then make a search. And that's still relevant because there's a lot more information, so people are going to do that. So once they perform a voice search uh, and they know more about what's being offered 
yes, they would go back uh, to a computer and then you know like, you know could read more about that. But this voice search allows them to create that first interaction and uh, allow them to you know seek more information uh, from about the brand. Um, and because it's such a new technology, I think marketers have a key advantage to be the first and provide this information. Because if you think about it, um, you know, like we talked about, the search engines uh, could, you know, say, you know, show you 10, 15 results, but with voice search, there is only one result that shows up. So you have to. It, it's it is important that you are that first mm -hmm. result that shows up. Obviously, speaking of that, I mean, there. I'm I'm assuming lots of good ways as well to make sure you are the first. Yes, there are several different ways on how voice search uh, works. And uh, we talked about it earlier, but I'm going to uh, go in uh, dive um, dive deeper a little bit. And um, so there's two ways of how voice search assistants actually gather information of what's being seeked. Uh, one is uh, think of them as apps on your smartphone. So there's also voice apps. These are called as the Alexa on the Amazon devices. It's called the Alexa Skill. On Google devices, it's called the Google Action. And on Siri devices, which is Apple devices, it's called the shortcuts. So these are specific uh, apps uh, that could be launched uh, by certain keywords. And once they are enabled, it can interact and give you a lot more information about that specific product or that particular service that you're looking for. So that's one very specific way of how you could get on the voice search. Uh, the second way of doing it is actually improvising the information that you already have and making it more schema compliant. What I mean by that is that uh, because voice searches are done in a more natural language, uh, your answers or the content that you're serving from your website has also uh, should also be tailored towards that kind of a response. So the first things I would do is that uh, you know look at your website, and instead of it being more of a visual way of representing, it should, the content should be more tailored towards if someone were to read it. Uh, your you know make sure that you have proper schema applied throughout your site or at least to the key areas of your site. Make sure the information is available. Uh, you know, if you have, if you use Google, I'll take Google example because obviously that's the most popular uh, way of searching things on a computer. Um, you know, you you get in the results, but you would have noticed uh, what's called as a zero result. Um, and uh, for those who are not familiar, zero result is the result that appears above the search results. And this is the information that Google thinks is the most relevant to whatever the user is searching for. So you would notice that the information is shown uh, right on the search results page, even without going to that particular website's page. So it, you know, if it was a question, it shows you the answer right there, and then it, underneath it, it shows you like, hey, where it got that information from. So that's the level of interaction that you want to do. So you want to improvise your website and make sure that it's ready for that kind of interaction. Many people are doing that already. Uh, but you want to make sure that that is applied throughout your site and you revise it and make it more optimized very often so that it's available. Right. That's great information. I mean, obviously, for uh, for the marketers to get their information out there um, and just how to do it, and, and that's obviously what's most important, bringing in your information out to the forefront uh, to get to people's in, in people's minds as quickly as possible. Um, I mean, so we talked 
obviously, you know, you talked quite well about uh, how important it is for the digital marketers and for their websites, and you touched you touched briefly earlier on the importance for the users. Um, but in the end, it's all about those customers, right? It's mm -hmm. all about the users of right. of the business's website, um, and obviously, some great great advantages there for for the user and being able to directly help that user. That's right. Um, so, I mean, what what kinds of things you think you know? Uh, any anything additional that that um, that the user can get out of this? I mean, how say again for a healthcare example, um, what types of things is that user going to be able to find um, and get to? You mentioned the emergency room type of example. Yeah, I mean, this uh, technology I think is going to uh, be utilized at a faster pace, and I think it's going to become. Um, you know, a day, a, a thing in the day of our lives, meaning, uh, you know, it's something that we naturally do. Um, for example, these voice uh, assistants are going to be everywhere around us, uh, be it your fridge, be your car, be, be anything. Um, uh, I would say for marketers, uh, think of this as an opportunity. Uh, right now, uh, you may, and it's also a cost-saving factor as well. You could have these assistants utilize the artificial intelligence that comes with them to be able to address uh, any kind of questions or, or needs that a consumer may have when they're at your location. So imagine, I'll take an example of the hospital again, just because we're, we talked about it earlier, is that if a person walked into the front door of a hospital, and obviously if it's their first time, they have no clue where to head, uh, imagine a voice assistant that just says, how may we help you? And then they simply ask that, hey, I'm trying to go to this department or I'm looking for this particular physician's office. How do I get there? And, you know, it could respond to them. Not only that, when they get in the elevator, they can, you know, further respond to them and, and keep guiding them. So it's, it's helping in quite a, a few different ways. And uh, we at Incubator actually have, uh, are, uh, you know, are very excited about its possibilities and already developing a lot of technology around this. Um, so um, I think for a consumer, this is a, a very good thing uh, that can happen to us. Uh, it can help us. And, uh, you know, with all the uh, environmental, um, you know, things that we, we hear about, voice searches allows us to be away from our devices without having to stare at them, you know? So I think that's another uh, reason why voice searches could get more popular. Right, it's a, it's a great example of what you just gave, is like not only, um, you know, to have that ability to, where, where voice search can help you out once you are inside the building. Mm -hmm. um, not just in your car finding, finding where the hospital is, but some of the most important things you want to do is make that, uh, you know, make that patient, that customer, that person coming into your hospital comfortable and at ease, and if, if exactly. a voice search system can, can help do that, right. then obviously all the better to keep them comfortable while, while they're there. So yeah. those are some great examples, yeah. And I would also add, Dave, uh, think of it also like, so these are things that, uh, you know, any consumer would benefit from. Mm -hmm. um, but let's also think about, uh, you know, um, seniors, you know. Mm -hmm. um, they may not be comfortable using uh, a computer or a, a new website that, that could be awesome in terms of how drop-downs are flying and, and videos are playing and all that, uh, but it could be daunting to seniors or persons with disabilities where they don't know how to interact on those websites. 
uh, with voice search, uh, now they can interact with their devices, their assistants, and be able to ask for the information which they may not be comfortable discussing with someone. You know, so they, they would rather use this technology to make those searches and find the right information. If we as marketers can provide that information to them, it makes it very easy and you know, I, I'm sure it benefits them a lot to be able to use this technology for those purposes as well. So, so there's a lot of possibilities for, for, for us as you know, uh, a majority of the consumers, but also the consumers uh, that uh, you know, have trouble uh, using traditional ways of looking information. Right. Um, the other thing to think about uh, from a marketing standpoint, um, branding. Uh, branding is so vital in today's uh, business world. Um, how can how can voice search as part of an overall digital strategy uh, help enhance help enhance rather a hospital's brand and and enhance that hospital's or that business's stature in their in their community? Yeah. So any business, uh, the fact that um, you know consumers could be so actually let's talk about how consumers would look for your brand. So mm -hmm. it could either be an interaction where they're looking for a service or a product that you offer, mm -hmm. but they may not be aware of your brand. The second could be they would be aware of your brand and now they're trying to interact with a specific service that you provide. For example, they may have scheduled an appointment but they have a need to reschedule the appointment or to get driving directions to the location that you're trying, uh, you know, you've, uh, wherever that appointment is for, mm -hmm. All right? So let's talk about the first one where they may not be aware of your brand but, uh, you know, maybe the service or the product uh, that you're offering is being searched for. So you could utilize the voice search, uh, you know, optimize um, uh, the answers for these questions or uh, and put your brand out there. So for example, if you have a, a service um, that you know is, is the best uh, possible solution for what the, uh, the consumer is asking for, or the new uh, consumers who could benefit from what you're offering, so new, consum new consumers, and then um, you know your own employees or staff, uh, or any uh, you know in terms of uh, hiring talent for your business. You know, so all all three areas: so your staff or or future staff, uh, your consumers who are currently interacting, and then future prospects of who could be benefiting from your services to provide it. Right. So uh, you know, so in targeting all three of them, I think it's important uh, that your brand is available to them in their new way of searching, which is the voice search. Mm. Uh, so for example, a consumer who is already interacting with your brand, let's say they have an appointment at one of your locations for the service that they, they want. And uh, if you provide them a quick way of just using their assistant to reschedule or letting them know the contact information so they can make a phone call and get some more information. For example, they could be coming uh, for a doctor's appointment, and if the doctor's uh, clinic or the hospital has provided a skill where it can remind them that, hey, for your appointment, you need these these things to before you come. So it reminds them in the right moment when they're at home versus them being at the location and, you know, saying that, hey, sorry, you forgot these, so we have to reschedule. So that's, that's you know, like, uh, like one way of how uh, you can interact with your existing uh, customer base and provide them a higher level of service uh, by providing them the information at the right moment. Uh, the second is, um, you know, brand awareness outside of, you know, your existing customer base. And that's done by, uh, you know, again, tackling what uh, or advertising your solutions 
more uh, in the voice search. So for example, if they're searching for a new procedure, uh, again, I'm talking about healthcare, uh, then you put out the information in the right way for them. So when they ask for it, like, hey, I'm trying to get more information about this treatment, that that information actually comes from your website and is more uh, tailored towards a specific physician that does that or pioneers in that particular treatment, things like that, increases the chance of them, uh, you know, uh, that consumer coming and interacting or, or you know, actually converting as a customer uh, for that brand. And uh, similarly for, for your staff, I mean, it's quite important that you service them as well. We don't think of that, but I think uh, your own staff uh, is also important and uh, giving them information. So for example, if uh, uh, for inclement weather, if let's say one of your locations is closed, letting them know that, hey, uh, you know, this location is closed. However, you can access the information still remotely. This is the process and, you know, keeping them informed. Uh, you know, these are these are all uh, things that can help. Um, one interesting application that could uh, come in here is uh, like, you know, talking about the inclement weather, if the user, the staff, could staff person could simply say that, hey, is this location open today? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, uh, the voice assistant lets them know immediately because that information was provided that, hey, this location is not open and pro providing them a more customized message for that actually increases, uh, you know, I would think, uh, satisfies that user, but also increases the brand effectiveness of how well the information is distributed. Right. No, great information. I guess it all comes down to keeping uh, keeping the, the customers happy, keeping employees happy, and, and providing a great customer experience, which uh, looks like voice search definitely would do. Exactly. Um, well, Sujal, thanks again for the time. Always great information. Um, once again, everyone, that's Sujal Raju, President and CEO of Incubator. Um, and thanks to you, everyone, for listening in, and we hope you join us for our next podcast.